Coming to you live from Interdimensional Direct TV, now offering 12 months for 450 Glarbos and unlimited dimensional DVR. This deal, of course, is only available on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. www.apatheticenthusiasm.com slash Interdimensional RSS. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you to the new sponsor, Interdimensional Direct TV. Highest rated customer satisfaction in interdimensional non-cable providers. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Thanks, thanks for joining us for another uh, episode of Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Now attempting actual live footage in front of yeah. uh, a, a small audience of, of patrons. Thank you to everybody who is, who is watching live and, and, and dropping stuff in the chat. Hopefully it will not distract us too much. From our normal podcasting duties. The, the good the good news is I don't actually have the chat up. You only have the chat up. So guess what? Travis is the responsible party for any text in the YouTube. I, I, I'm just going to say I have no less than three screens on and active in front of me right now. <laughs> and on two of those screens are three representations of my own face. So... You know we're we're making it happen. We're doing it live here at Interventional RSS. Uh, if you if you want to come and hang out and and be a part of our patron hangouts or or get some some video coverage of of, of future episodes, uh, head over to our our Patreon at www.realfakedoors.com. Oh wait, no, I, sorry, I'm lower in the show notes. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, if you want to support the show, other ways that you can get in contact with us uh, over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, rickmortypodcast.reddit.com on Facebook, facebook.com slash rickmortypodcast. Uh, send us an email, rickmortypodcast at gmail.com. And then you can shop our Tee Public page or see all of our other podcasting type flarbos over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. And uh, we're, we're working on the site. That's a little behind the scenes info for you guys. Yeah. We're, we're working on, a, we're working on uh, AE.com 3.0. Modern, so. Modernizing the site. Got to yeah. modernize Look, that. Site. Looking forward to that stuff. We, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, how's, how's everything going, Brandon? I mean, it's good. How are you feeling? You you ready to ready to make this happen? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm I'm ready to make this happen. But before we do, here's our first ad. <laughs> Interdimensional Direct TV now offering 12 months for 450 Glarbos. Of course, you can go to directtv.com/slash/interdimensionalrssglarbo <laughs> for your first. 12 months free. <laughs> yeah, get 12 months free. 12 months free for uh, you only, you only have You know, Brandon, you only have to sign a 38-year contract uh. to get that first 12 months for free. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, prices may vary. Uh, you cannot get out of the contract. That's that's I've, why I'm going with Sirius XM Dimensions. <laughs> uh, well, Brandon, I think, I think it's uh, now that we've gotten the, the housekeeping out of the way and, and paid the bills, if you will. Uh, it's time to get into some semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. I, I'm impressed you... <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought the song was done. No, no, no. no. Uh, now I'm just going to keep talking no. over it <laughs> until you quit playing with your imaginary theremin uh, <laughs> over there. They, they, uh, oh, yeah, some pertinent news. Thanks. Hey, same wavelength, brother. <laughs> we we got this. We got this. Uh, thankfully, there's not a whole lot of semi-pertinent news to talk about because this main thing later on is chock full 
of uh, fantastic Rick and Morty stuff uh, worth discussing. But I, can, I did can I, stop, can I stop you one second? One second. Let me just say, you said chock full. And, and earlier, was it today or yesterday, I, I put out a tweet that says chock full in it. And, and I said C-H-O-C-K full, which is how you do it. But after I sent the tweet, I thought, oh, wait, it, it's that way, right? It's not chalk, like C-H-A. Chalk like drawing chalk? Yeah. So I, I don't I, think it would be chalk full. No, well, I, I, but I don't know. Like full of chalk. <laughs> right. Is it used for like keeping things dry? Like, I don't know I don't. If, if, it, like, if the saying uh, came from a school, schoolhouse. You know, like it's, back when they back when they had blackboards, yeah, and they for their, for their kids lessons with their with their their meter sticks with a switch. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's talk. On. Let's talk about the semi pertinent news uh, and not news from the early eighteen hundreds. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I googled to see if there was in fact any news because I, I really hadn't heard much uh, in the past week, and I came across an article Ooh. that released only a few hours ago over on Cinema Blend. And I have uh, put good news in quotes uh, because it's it's an optimistic article. Honestly, I feel like they're doing a little bit of what we're doing in trying to just keep the idea of Rick and Morty alive between seasons. Uh, but there was uh, some discussion and, and, and a comment from Dan Harmon. I think he was on uh, some other podcasts this week. And uh, the quote from Mr. Harmon himself says... Uh, that he's optimistic right now at the moment. Negotiations are tough. It's an unprecedented situation, and everybody's being real cool and <laughs> wants to make an agreement happen so that we can get started. That's about all I can say. Uh, I'll I'll put the link to the full article in the show notes. But essentially, the the article is saying, "Hey, things are moving in the right direction," which I would have hoped was true all along. <laughs> everybody's being real cool. <laughs> everybody's being real cool well uh, and and the article the article expands on that a little bit by saying uh it it mentions the earlier tweets and comments by both Royland and Harmon mm-hmm. where they talk about maybe it not being so cool and maybe uh, Turner not being as flexible or interested in everybody's interests I, in that negotiation I, but right now as far as we know everybody's being I, a real cool I, <laughs> you I mean I, I I want to point out that it's your emphasis of being real cool, and and you you made it sound like cool world like real cool. Yeah, like, I mean, like I he, picture I picture cable network executives mm. rolling in with like sunglasses and like their collars popped up, and they're just like, "Hey guys, it's like real I just want to make sure that jazz. this negotiation <laughs> is real cool." And Dan Harmon's like, "Whoa." I don't know if I'm cool enough for this. <laughs> I Justin wasn't, Williams like, ah, oh, jeez. I wasn't ready like, for this. I was, <laughs> I was expecting some hard, heavy, heavy rock, hard, heavy rock from the Scorpions. But it seems like everybody's being real cool about it. <laughs> uh, and and thankfully, everyone is being real cool. No, that that's it's it's that you put good news in quotes. That is good news. It's not. It's good news for us because we have. There's a there's like a bead of light shining through, like when you look at an eclipse. <laughs> it's like that smallest crack when you're in an abandoned cave that's caved in, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna die here, <laughs> right? And, and my podcast is gonna die because it's gonna have no content left this, to cover. 
And then there's that tiny crack of light, and you're like, there's a place I can dig. This is our 127 hours moment for the podcast. (laughs) Precisely. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so so that's that's about all the news for this week, but we can't we can't walk away from the segment without the Dan Harmon tweet minute. It's the Dan Harmon tweet minute. When you think that you got a minute, of course you put your time into it. It's a Dan Harmon's tweet minute. Okay, so I have two. I have two. Uh, I have two because well, you only get a minute, Brandon. Okay, so okay, you okay, better get on it. Tick, tick. Put put the twenty four timer on the clock. Um, okay, I here's 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 the first tweet. I don't think there's any spoilers inherent in this question. But why would the Hulk eating Spider-Man make it more legal for him to marry Thor? Uh, that's that's a oh. that's Avengers that's an Avengers reference. Uh, we this so is very clever. topical. It's very topical. Yes, this that's right. Very topical and well done, uh, Dan Harmon. Uh, and don't forget to see Avengers: Infinity War uh, now <laughs> in theaters. Uh, that's right, Avengers: Infinity War. They s- advertise with everybody. Even this podcast. Make sure you go to www.apatheticenthusiasm.com slash Avengers International RSS. Right. That's right. If you want to find that 404 page, that's the link to go to. <laughs> For 12 months free of Direct TV. <laughs> uh, okay. What's the other tweet? The, the other one is, does anyone playing modded Minecraft have crashing issues with RF tools? In particular, the builder and elevator blocks. I'm playing a custom pack of mods in 1.12.2. Builder builder crashes when I use it as a quarry. I'm trying to isolate the circumstances. Unable to find anything online. If you know the answer, please. Dan Harmon needs your help. Hit up Dan Harmon. (laughs) He needs you. It's funny because there was a period in my life where I would have been very receptive to this question. I I was so deeply into Minecraft that... I would have I would have considered researching the answer, uh, but yeah, no, I I I don't play Minecraft anymore. That but that's good you for know, you. Dan does good for him. Good for him trying to build some automated query quarry. Uh, yeah, it's gonna crush some. Yeah. It's gonna crush some rocks. I I I know. Uh, I, I, all I, right. I, well, I know we're gonna move on, but I I do I do actually want to to reverse just a little bit when we say the good news. I wanted to say the good news is good news because. Maybe not. Uh, last week, also Dan Harmon put out a tweet. Uh, it, it wasn't actually a tweet. It was a, an interview for I think he was up in New York or something like that. But where he basically said he feels bad for McDonald's because you know, like the fans are on <laughs> Rick and Morty having, having to put up with Rick and Morty fans or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is good news. Good news. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna get paid and. And we're gonna yeah. be we're gonna have jobs. And then he got a bunch of flack for that statement. Poor guy. But I don't know. He can't win. And and honestly, every time I listen to Harmon Town, I feel bad for like the fans that give him a hard time. Ah man, and, uh, Rob yeah. Schraub is. I love Rob Schraub. I love him. Oh, I just got an idea. It's another. It's another million dollar idea, Brandon. Yeah. What if we do a podcast that talks about the <laughs> Harmon Town podcast? Oh my god. Let's do All it. All right. Shelve it. Shelve it. Shelve it. Don't d- cut cut the recording. Oh time, crap, we're doing this live. Time ah. travel. Harmontown. All right. Harmontown a podcast podcast. Okay. All right. Have, <laughs> have you gotten tired of your interdimensional cable provider? Uh, maybe it's time to make the switch. <laughs> interdimensional Direct TV is now offering 12 months, no interest, no payments uh, for only a 38 month year contract. Uh, sign up now 
at interdimensionaldirecttv.com. <laughs> and it's time for the main thing. It's the main thing. Main thing. Main thing. It's a main thing. Raising Gazorpazorp is not the one that we're talking about, even though that's what you still have on the show notes. You prepared everything else, but you didn't prepare that. It's <laughs> 60 minutes. Go, go to the line under it, Brandon. Go to the line under it. That's right. I, I have the correct episode title within the actual main thing. It's a main thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so we're talking about Rixty Minutes, season one, episode eight. I did not. I did not. I did not. That is. Uh, that's accurate. That part either. <laughs> yeah. But everything else is legit. Uh, originally aired March seventeenth, twenty fourteen. Written by Tom Kaufman and Justin Roiland, and then directed by the one and only Brian Newton? Question <laughs> mark. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, at Dark King Zorro on Twitter. Let me let me just say this, buddy. <laughs> The question marks were outside of the parentheses, so I said the the director of the episode, the man, Darking Zorro, parent and parentheses, and then the question mark. Uh, yeah, let's it, remember your order of operations, okay? <laughs> Pimdas. Let's, let's handle what's inside the uh, parentheses and then outside. I don't know if that is true for grammar. I was never a great please, English student. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Everybody knows that for for <laughs> grammar. <laughs> well, this episode is jam-packed full of content and there is a lot for us to talk about even the synopsis could be kind of long uh, we've been we've been pulling these reddit synopsises and 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 production notes uh s- straight from from previous discussions uh so so we we're going to cover some of the stuff but for the most part like you guys if you're listening to this podcast you know this episode you know it. like you you know it so well this may be the first episode you saw maybe a clip from this episode is the very reason you watch Rick and Morty in the first place. You know it like the back of your genitalia. And I, oh, I, I, I say genitalia just in case you have a vagi or a didai. <laughs> a didai. <laughs> All right. Uh, do, you, do you want to read the synopsis? Do you want me to read it, Brandon? Taken from the wiki, the Smith family are gathered around the television, invested in a Bachelor-style reality show. Rick expresses disgust at the quality of television, and Jerry challenges him to provide anything better. Rick destroys the existing cable box and installs his own, a cable box capable of receiving television across infinite dimensions. I want to pause here and say, make sure you go to DirecTV slash RSS to get a great deal. The show features in these specifically interdimensional direct TV. Yeah. Uh, we, this, this podcast cannot <laughs> officially endorse C one thirty seven earth direct TV, but if you can get on that interdimensional direct TV, <laughs> that's where uh, it's, at. it's, it's primo. Let me just, let me just say I switch. I, I used to have charter <laughs> communication, but, but Okay. The show's featured in this alternate realities very wildly, such as a Showtime crime show and a reality where people evolve from corn. There's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff. Meanwhile, Jerry, Beth, and Summer are all in the kitchen taking turns using the goggles. Jerry sees himself doing cocaine with Johnny Depp, while Beth sees herself operating on a person instead of a horse. Summer has trouble finding any other realities of her except for a moment of the family playing Yahtzee. During this time, she finds out that she was an unwanted pregnancy and the news upsets her greatly. Seeing her parents achieve their dreams in realities where she was not born, she tells them that she is running away. But what happens after that, oh, well, 
it turns out that Jerry and Beth actually do love each other and they are meant for each other to, regardless of reality. That last <laughs> part I made up because the, the synopsis was, was incomplete. Oh, well, uh, my copy-paste skills may be insufficient. <laughs> Raising Gazorpazorp. <laughs> Raising Gazorpazorp. Uh, ton, ton of production notes to go into here. Uh, and I'd like to dig into some of these, but a lot of these... Uh, really kind of are, are just additional information that unpacks some of the individual sketches that that I think we're going to discuss maybe a little bit more at length. Um, and 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 Brandon and I talked about this in, in preparation for this episode, which I know you can tell we did a lot of preparation for this episode. Uh, we We didn't know exactly how to approach it. We didn't know if we wanted to just list every clip list our our favorite clips uh which we've kind of already done i think if you go back to like episode nine we we, we went over our top three interdimensional cable type uh clips and, and talked a little bit about interdimensional cable way back before season three ever began back, so yeah. if you want even more discussion on that and you haven't dug into the back catalog make sure to check out episode nine uh but yeah and then we've also had Brian Newton, the director of this episode, on the podcast. Uh, he was on when we discussed Morty's Mind Blowers, uh, but also uh, prior to that when we just had him on for an interview kind of talking about all of his work with Rick and Morty. And so and, and, there's, and, there's a lot of stuff to dig into with these. And, and even though we didn't have him on, uh, it, you know, we had audio of him, a secret audio of, of him. <laughs> we had We had audio of him for the April Fool's episode as well, so... Uh, I mean, that has nothing to do with, with this episode, but just, you know, this saying, you can hear his voice. If you, if you catch yeah, those, yeah, those two if, episodes if, Travis if, mentioned, then yeah. you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you do that. All right, so a couple of these notes that I, I want to start with, uh, one of them being uh, that for most of this episode, uh, they only had the audio to work on because, because a lot of it was improvised and they just kind of threw Justin or some actors into a booth and said, go here. Here's a loose topic and, and, and see what you come up with. They didn't have the same designs to go off of for the animation. Yeah. Uh, so whenever a board at us hard to had got to individual bits, uh, their style is what really came across uh, specifically the two brothers, ball fondlers and strawberry smiggles where some of those, where it was like, whatever the artist felt like doing like that was really what came across in that in those clips yeah yeah and and, and we we mentioned the, the brian thing before but going back to that he he goes into pretty good detail talking about the difference between story driven and, and board driven shows and the, and this is a very much board driven show you know uh yeah sure the uh kaufman and, and Harmon they, they they put together this kind of through line with the b the b plot I guess the a plot really of of yeah Beth, I guess I guess that's fair <laughs> uh, of of Beth and Jerry, but all the skits are just it Royland in a booth being drunk doing whatever he's doing coming up with with ideas and then people saying what the hell okay yeah let's let's do let's draw something to this uh, which which gives it that that really kind of um, loose feel that loose improvisational Loose. feel uh in interesting thing that i really had not read about at all and was completely unaware of uh, until preparation for this episode 
was the fact that Rixie Minutes was the first episode of television to premiere on Instagram. Oh. Did you know about that, Brandon? I, I didn't know that. That's the... Uh, uh, potentially an obnoxious marketing decision or uh, a brilliant obnoxious marketing decision. Uh, so it was, it was basically aired in 15-second increments uh, because that was the time limitation <laughs> for Instagram videos back in 20, uh, 2014 or whatever it was um uh quick 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 thing quick thing uh there there's so much stuff uh in the in the production notes for, uh, on the reddit thread so we do highly recommend if you're listening to this and you aren't in the rick and morty subreddit go there go to the rick and morty subreddit and and find this post it'll be pinned at the top uh next next week you will see a lot of these production notes and uh, yeah, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce back into some of these I think as we as we yeah. cover individual bits, um, but yeah, really really worth your time to go in and and check out the subreddit and and see everything uh, in detail uh, from the original discussion post. Yeah. Uh, so so Brandon, I think I think one of the easiest and maybe most common questions from this episode that people throw around is. What is your favorite sketch or maybe your top two or three favorite sketches from this episode? And, and why do you think that is? I'm glad, I'm glad this is, is emphasized as obligatory because it really, <laughs> it, re- it really is. And between this and interdimensional cable two, you, and we, I think this is what we talked about in episode nine originally yeah. with the, the yeah. different, um, you know, which one we like more. There, there, there's so many, there's so many sketches, uh, and I can, I can safely say that the a plot is not my favorite sketch. Um, <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> uh, my, it, I, mm, ah, got, got, got. When we, when you're, when you're listening off, because we, we, had, we did the pre-show with, with a couple of uh, Unity folks, and. Uh, you you listen them off, and I I giggled at each one of them. And when I watched the episode, I I didn't I thought they were funny, but I, I, you know, diminishing returns on comedy, I think, is is, is safe safe bet. Sure. Where you still sure. think it's funny, but it's just you know you're part of it is the timing and the reaction. Okay. Uh, so what's my favorite sketch? I I still think ants and my Johnson ants ants and my Johnson. Oh God, <laughs> that's a different one. That's a, uh, I can't. I mean, I hope he can't feel anything if Answer is Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but Answer is Johnson. I, I think I think that's the the main one, and it's just because it's such. When you watch that specific um, sketch, it is so good because there's so much stuff in the background that you maybe the first couple times you watch it, you don't actually catch where it like the microwave says free on it and it says yeah. 2.99 oh, our prices i hope aren't too low and, and people just like walking in and, and picking stuff up and leaving all that stuff all that stuff kills me and in one of the in one of the production notes i think is is really cool is that uh he's evidently based off of a an la merchant a los angeles merchant those known as crazy Gideon. Uh, so yeah. Hey, Hey, who knew, who knew real, real facts here on international real, real, real takes. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I didn't, 
I didn't really think about it at the time of watching it, but a lot of interdimensional cable is advertising. It's interdimensional advertising. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ain't in My Eyes Johnson is is an ad. Uh, Strawberry Smiggles, the Trunkman ads, uh, Real Turbulent Juice. Like, e- even <laughs> even like SNL isn't really an SNL sketch. It's it's like the intro to SNL. Right. Like just in- so, um, you know, two, the two brothers, uh, you know, the, uh, there's a couple movie trailers, which are easy, like little um, quick bits, bits to get out yeah. there. Uh, but it's little bits. Uh, one, one of my favorite advertisements and, and possibly one of my favorite bits is uh, real fake doors. Uh, and, and I think for a couple of reasons, one of them uh, is the absurdity of selling fake doors. <laughs> right. Uh, the, the way that it goes beyond the commercial and like really creates this investment with Rick and Morty where they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, let's, let's see where this goes. Like, let's, right. not, let's not go. And then it's, it's still a commercial. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> like, He's making a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> So and and so I really enjoy it for the content itself, but also any time in my life when I see a fake door now, <laughs> immediately that's what I think of. Uh, so so it, it kind of builds on itself in in that way. The the, uh, the part that I always notice in that that bit is when he pauses for them to talk, and then he continues telling his his, his ad. <laughs> uh there's a there's a there's a production note that talks about the uh fake doors uh existing in a universe where that's the only thing on television (laughs) and it's just a continuous commercial for real fake doors uh which i think is is both horrifying and hilarious at the same time that that's that's hilarious uh but i i i'm glad that you brought up and I, I hadn't considered this before the differentiation, the difference between <laughs> the difference between the the bits where the the full shows and the advertisement, uh, and and I think I think I think it's a good point because, as you know, Travis, Directv <laughs> offers just so interdimensional Directv interdimensional Directv offers so many choices that you your family and the alternate versions of your family can enjoy for one low price. I think it's really right. Why, why, why sit around limiting yourself to several hundred channels when you can literally have infinite channels? It, there, In, there's always something on, on interdimensional direct TV. Infinite plus one. No. Infinite plus two. No. Try infinite plus infinite. All this and more. Head over to apatheticenthusiasm.com slash interdimensional RSS slash interdimensional direct TV slash interdimensional RSS. Okay. So yeah, you, get get your free 12 months. Um you made so, the, you, so you know uh, on a serious note on a serious note, you made a point about the ads versus the full shows. Uh let's see. Uh who's the, who's the boss? <laughs> Schmooze to the schmoss. Schmooze the schmoss. Brandon. Lavis, Oh, that would okay. So, so the next question uh, in our show notes is: if you could see a spinoff series based on any one of the interdimensional TV sketches, which one do you think uh, would have the most potential as an independent series? I'm gonna rule out 
schmooze the schmoss <laughs> right off the bat. Schmlonica? <laughs> Schmlangela? <laughs> oh, okay, we're done. Uh, I'm sick of that. Uh, okay, well, uh, you, you, okay. You, you, you rule out that. I mean, what do you, what do you, have, what do you have left? What do you want to see? I mean, I mean, I think the real contenders here, uh, potentially quick mysteries, hmm. uh, definitely ball fondlers. Okay, okay. Um, let me let me stop let me stop you there. Okay, so part of that last question was first part is what's your favorite sketch and why? What's your least favorite sketch and why? We did miss we did miss that. Okay, uh, let me. Uh, I feel like in this episode, this is this this is heresy, heresy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh, I'd I'd say ball fondlers is is probably my least favorite sketch. Okay. And and, and I think that's fair. And and why? Because it's it doesn't. Um, it's it's good. I like it. I'm not saying I hate it, and I I hope it dies. Uh, or or is erased. It's like a it's like a Shazam thing with Sinbad. Like I don't hope it's erased in that way. I I just think that whereas everything else is very just kind of like woo hey it's it's all over the place. Uh Ball Fondlers is a very straightforward like well let's put this idea together and uh, let's let's animate it. There's no audio to it other than explosions and and gunfire. Yeah, like there's there's probably the least amount of legitimate substance. In in that it's just action stuff is happening, and they look like a team. Right, right, right. And in in the production notes, it says ball fondlers went through the most different ideas from Justin. Uh, they originally they were going to go with a Ninja Turtles esque superheroes in a death trap, where their source of power would be from fondling their testicles. That is very Justin. And then of course the gimmick would be that their arms are too short and they have to fondle each other's balls. <laughs> Uh, and so, and so if it was that, I would, I would fucking be dead right now. I'd be yeah, dead. Yeah, that, 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 that may not have passed the, uh, the standards and practices, uh, <laughs> even, even for adults. It, it, you know, it would be with the Rick and Morty, uh, out Bush world adventures. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Like ball fondlers has some almost like precursor type stuff for like vindicators of oh. just this like ragtag team of crazy characters. And I think the reason I feel like ball fondlers could potentially have a, a successful spinoff is because of the limited amount of information that we have about the characters themselves in the clips. Yeah. So you just have a very diverse group of action heroes and you could basically put whatever personalities and 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 re- relationships into that, and then you could just make a, a crazy action show out of it. Yeah. Oh, so if if we're making like a standard like eighties esque trope action Saturday morning like Johnny <laughs> Quest type yeah. type deal, oh. almost Venture Brothers esque. God, the the Johnny Quest theme song is one of my favorite themes in in cartoon history. The original. The the new one new facts adventure? I know about Brandon. Let's go. Uh new the new adventures Johnny Quest that that theme song is awesome, but the original Johnny Quest theme they they the composer was messing with the uh like the trumpet player one of the horn players by speeding up the by speeding up the music 
And so, <laughs> so if you listen to it, the horn player is is like struggling to go. Yeah, yeah. History, Hist- trivia history. Okay, history. Um. Oh, okay. So the now back to the original question, which is uh, a series spinoff. You said you said ball fondlers. It has potential, but I'm sure there are others. Is there is there something else you would? I mean, maybe prefer to see as a <laughs> as a spinoff right now. My first, uh, you know, as as a as a film major for my master's degree and the three, a connoisseur of the fine arts, if you will, the three classes I took back in 2015. <laughs> uh, I would like to see, you know, uh, the teddy bear with silk coming out of its butt. Yeah, where's this going, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would, I would love, to, I would love to see where that's going. What, what show that is, and then I would actually. It doesn't need to be a full length feature, but last will and test a meow. <laughs> uh, what is it? Weekend, weekend at Dead Cat Lady's House Two, <laughs> I think is is the extended title in that one. Okay, can we can we can we just discuss briefly about what Weekend at Dead Cat Lady's House One would be? Like, is it is it is it the same dead cat lady, or is it a different dead cat lady? Yeah, or I mean, I mean, obviously we didn't see it, but like maybe the first movie is just how the cats come to figure out like how how to survive with <laughs> dead cat lady, right? Or and oh, like okay. they're yeah. they're like, like maybe you see a little bit of the lady's life, and then she dies, and then the cats like like what are we gonna do? We still need to eat. Somebody needs to go to the store to buy food. So they're like, well, what if we get in her body and start walking around? And then all kinds of zany antics happen. Oh. But then the thing that that movie lacks, the thing that it really, you know, doesn't needs to get into your heart is romance. And yeah. that's where Last Will and Testament, uh, Weekend at Dead Cat Lady's House 2 <laughs> comes in, where we're really getting into a relationship. We're really... Uh, where those cats break all the rules. Uh, that that <laughs> like that that is that is that is really really good. I, I like that because uh, the first week in a dead cat lady's ha- uh, is is basically like a you know don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Where like, <laughs> right. like yeah. there's there's the main a uh, like a not quite adult kitten, but the one that's the oldest who's who's like dressed up in like one of those like wide brimmed hats and this nice. <laughs> gray dress going going and, and getting like a day job and they just think that she they just think her innocence is just so great that they're like oh wow you're doing really great you're doing a fantastic job and she's like she's like typing yeah. on the keyboard and like i really admire her dedication to the career and and the other and the other and the other cats the other kittens aren't aren't they're not fully developed yet, and they're like they're on the the roof and they're like throwing stuff and just breaking stuff in the kitchen, yeah, uh. lighting stuff on fire. <laughs> yeah. uh. Things we'll never get to see. No, nope. um, yeah, I mean maybe that could be a thing. Uh, also, maybe a baby legs uh, crime crime feature that that could be a good spinoff. But yeah, uh, lots lots of good lots of good possibilities. Lot, out there. Lots of great possibilities. Good. Uh, all right. All right. So let's let's look at this question. This says, "Give me your best example of something on YouTube slash the internet at large that would be at home on the interdimensional TV guide list." Uh, any anything 
Uh, this mentions uh, real deep in the hole YouTube and inter- R slash interdimensional cable type stuff. Hmm. That's that's a solid question. And if I had read the question before I would have done research or recorded this episode, what what this episode kind of reminds me of, and this is why I, I think I like it so much. There was a Zucker Brothers movie before Airplane called Kentucky Fried Movie, and okay. <laughs> you you know you know you know what I'm talking about. And there's the Kentucky Fried Movie is just like a bunch of short sketches and then one kind of extended sketch making fun of enter the dragon and it's 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 all this like it has advertisements for uh now that's armageddon uh which is like this disaster movie where just everything bad happens all at once um and then and then there's also the onion movie which is which is very very similar very very short sketches and then amazon women on the moon is another one and so it doesn't answer your question about something on, on YouTube, internet at large, but I, go check those movies out, by the way, if you haven't. Uh, have you seen uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? No. Is this, is this a sequel to Kentucky Fried Movie or The Onion Movie or Amazon <laughs> Women from no, the Moon? No, it's, uh, it's something that you can find on... On the YouTube's. On the YouTube's. Um, it's it's like fun, like puppet type things that get really dark and gross at times. And it's, uh, I can I can maybe show you a picture <laughs> of some of the stuff, Brandon. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, oh yeah, those those things. Oh yeah, okay. Um, it's dark and it's twisted, but it has this like fun felt puppet type thing going on. And that's the immediate thing that comes to my head when uh when I think about something that I maybe could be injected into okay. like, interdimensional okay. cable type that, thing. That's what that question is is asking. Something that is on YouTube currently that would fit in perfectly to that the 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 TV guide list okay right I, yes. I'm I'm there there's this there's a series ah oh, crap I can't remember what it's called but it has this this actress who is I think she was in Blue Velvet or or something like that she dresses up like bugs and she explains how the bugs have sex and have and procreate <laughs> okay um, bugs and and other animals and explains how they po- procreate and uh Kevin, so lucid. I know you. I know you're out there. I know you can. You can tweet that to me and send me the link. But it's, dude, it is hilarious and it's so trippy and it's David Lynchy. Perfect. That would that would that would fit on there. There you go. Uh, All right, let's let's get into some some other segments here. Let's let's talk about uh, and and we've talked about most of them. uh, But let's let's deep dive into a few of our favorite bits from this episode. Favorite bits, which. I mean, it's all bits, right? Most of this episode is bits. So, uh, like, what, what, what interdimensional elements have we not talked about that you would that you would consider some of your favorites, Brandon? Uh, when when we were doing the pre-show with 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 J two and Mister McFrodo, uh, we we talked we talked about the the stuff in the middle, like some things that didn't actually have audio. Super super quick clips, um, like in Morty's mind blowers, where 
you see them doing the Ghostbusters things that are just yeah you have you have like uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole proposing to Morty just like a quick shot of something right 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 so there, there's a, there's a couple of those images that are that that I thought were really cool the main one was there's just a real quick glimpse of a Game of Thrones where Peter Dinklage is the only large person and everybody else are 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 little folk my 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 thought on that is like it's such an effective joke that has maybe like five frames or something like appearing <laughs> on television and it's just like i love that that joke is still in there even if like nine times out of ten people miss it yeah 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 um uh the the snl the snl gag the I I want to I want to shout out to Dan Harmon who doesn't listen to this podcast, but him doing the the voice of the announcer. Here here's here, here's how you know it's Dan Harmon because he he's doing he's doing the announcement and he goes and and uh 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 uh, uh yeah we'll come back to them. And he does the the trademark Dan Harmon stutter. Yes. <laughs> oh, so um, what, what do you what do you, you, you think? Did you did you did you cover cell phone uh cell phone <laughs> thriller? <laughs> I did it. Cell phone thriller. Yes, that that's the other like real quick one, and that uh, that reminds me of like the uh, the the table chair chair world with with Mexican. Yeah, on yeah. I feel like I feel like that's. I don't know if it if it was somehow already in a planning stage or if someone like how that how that crosses, but it definitely feels like it ties into that that same universe. Uh, and 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 the same with the hamsters that live in people's butts thing that's like <laughs> they keep popping up in random places that you don't expect uh and and honestly that clip is one that i always seem to overlook from this episode because it, it happens after the credits and yeah. like for the most part uh so i just i i tend not to think about it for some reason but um some of my favorites uh you covered the snl stuff I love how for like 28 seasons, Bobby Moynihan is still <laughs> is still uh, hanging around. Um, what which, else? Which I mean, you know, that just goes to show in that dimension they don't appreciate Keenan Thompson. Yeah, because because basically been doing sketch comedy for 28 his entire seasons. life. <laughs> I mean, he was on all that, right? Like yep. he was made for this stuff. Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Those yeah. were the days. Uh, I, violent antique roadshow. <laughs> um, that's that's a good little quick clip. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Strawberry Smiggles. Like, it, I'm glad they got a cereal ad in there. <laughs> uh, that goes very dark very quickly. Very. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think uh, you I know, think I, we've covered most most all of them that that I really tend to gravitate towards. I, Two brothers. Two brothers is one that we always we always reference and we always go back to uh, pretty much anytime someone mentions a brother, we end well, up saying two <laughs> brothers. Uh, when I went home to LA and I hung out for my, my brother's 40th birthday party, I'm like, Oh yeah, I was hanging out, hanging out with my two brothers, two brothers, two, two brothers. At yeah. a- and then a Mexican <laughs> armada shows up. Go current players. Uh, I, I, uh, I even liked, I, you know, we talked about the interdimensional cable portion of it, but I even liked the Bachelorette kind of opening. Oh, right. Opening a very up. cold open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's this. There's a show called Burning Love. It's not on the. It's not on the air anymore. But it was. It had. Um, 
some some folks from the state like Ken Marino and uh, Michael Ian Black, and it was it was like a spoof of like The Bachelorette. Hilarious show. You can go show go check it out. But I've always just found that reality show stuff just absurd, and yeah, yeah. and and the way they capture it with like Monica, I I don't choose you. I'm gonna marry Betty. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Yeah, with them being that seems like the clip they would use on the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. Yes, also which is where show. I get all of my reality television information from. Check it out. <laughs> uh, in a, in our pre-show hangout with some some awesome patrons, uh, uh, Chicken McFrodo uh, mentioned Two Brothers as being being one of his favorite clips. Uh, J two. Said that the uh, baby legs, baby legs was was one of, one of his faves, um, and then uh, J one uh, uh, <laughs> said on Twitter that that the uh, quick mysteries uh, was one of his favorite segments. Gunshot! Oh wow, that was really quick. Uh, <laughs> which is funny. The thing I love about that one is my mom watched so much unsolved mysteries. Yes. Me too. When I was man. a kid, oh my mom, like my parents. that was the show. So that just takes me back to a point in my childhood where, yeah, just that same. Uh, what's his name? What's what's the host's name on that? Robert Stack. Robert Stack. That's right. He was. He was and, an and as a kid, too. I used to have that unsolved mysteries phone number memorized. Really? Thankfully, that's something <laughs> I've buried and and is is it's way back there somewhere. But I did, definitely had the the phone number. Did memorized. you have? You really had it memorized? Absolutely. You're, I totally you're weird, did. dude. You're weird. My my. It's, it's not like it changed. <laughs> my my they parents watched every week. My parents watched the hell out of Unsolved Mysteries as, as well, and I, I think I said this in episode nine of this podcast where, uh, the the one time I watched Unsolved Mysteries, I, I got there was a couple episodes that like really just scared the sh- the shit out of me. Like there's <laughs> one where like they're just they're telling a story about like oh and the TV turned on and there was this there was this just eye looking at them the static and blah. and i'm like you know i'm like 6 when i'm wa- when i'm watching this and it it damaged me and i love horror yeah. movies now <laughs> there you go there you go and you're passing that tradition on to your child that's so. right astro evil dead you. last episode tomorrow okay yeah. whatever rip uh I, I before we completely exit the main thing and and move on with with the rest of the show uh, i do want to spend a little bit of time just just a smidge on what is the a plot or or the other plot Uh-oh. in this Ugh, episode if we have to which is beth and jerry kind of obsessing over the other versions of themselves what could have been jerry fascinated by a successful version of himself that is is capable of being a a hollywood star and beth enjoying the fact that she could be a not a real surgeon cuz she is a real surgeon yes she is but a, but a human surgeon and and then in every iteration where summer exists, their their life is pretty much the same. Uh, and and how this sends summer into some sort of uh, existential crisis where she feels the need to to run off to what is it New Mexico or Arizona to work with turquoise? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think there's there is a part of me as a child and also as a parent and. Uh, where you know, my my kid I we we had him we had we did in vitro to have him so we paid a lot of money to have him 
and there there's there's still parts of me and Chelsea and I talk where we're like, well, if you can go back and and do things differently, would you? And and I always and I always say this. I always say I don't want to change where we are now uh, because we've been through a lot, and and I, I don't want if we can if I could have this timeline and always have this timeline and be able to just interdimensional cable and just look at where more of my other life would have been just to see where the paths had diverged. But at any point in time to cancel that and come back to reality, I, I would, I would just be interested to see what that was like. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and well, and, and that's, that's sort of that sliding doors like scenario, right? Like if I, if I, if I had made one decision at one point in my life, how, how many things would be different, right? And, if I, if I if I'd chosen one career path versus another, if I if I if I just asked that one girl out instead of the other one, like what 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 differences would have happened? And 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 I, there there's part of me that wants to, and I'm not gonna I'm not going to explore this, but I want to ask you sometime <laughs> after this podcast, sometime like, when we're not distributing the conversation on the yeah, internet for like, thousands like, of people. Like what, like what is that, that critical moment for you where, you know, where, where's that fork in the road for you? And, and you don't, you don't have to answer, but I would, you know, just throw it out there to, to unity. Like it's, it's just something to think about. And even though this, this episode is, uh, is hilarious, that that aspect of what would we have, what what could we have done differently? What would have changed? Uh, Jerry and Beth, they they got a flat tire, so she did get an abortion on on the way there, and that that changed everything in that one instant. I think it's but like, it's interesting because because this this entire subplot or or side plot leads to what I've heard you say is your favorite line from the series, mm-hmm. uh, or it's I know it's definitely your wife's favorite. Um, where, where they're talking about, you know, what, you know, how much summer is getting wrapped up on the meaning of, of everything. And, and, and Morty's just like, look, those, those are my, that's my body in the backyard. Like this, (laughs) you're don't stress out about this. What could have been sort of scenario because this is it. Like, this is what you have, you know, and um. Yeah. Don't stress out about it so much. Let's go watch Bonf- Ball Fondler. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. You're 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 here now, and no matter what happened in the past, no whatever, no matter what happens in, in other realities. Guess what? We're we're together now, Travis. You and I. We're podcasting right now, talking about Rick and Morty. And we that's don't. Right. Oh, and and that's and that really honestly, like all the decisions that we have made, you know, ultimately led to a point where. You know, maybe my full-time job isn't doing something, you know, in entertainment or things like that. But this opportunity exists for us to make this podcast because of the choices we've made. So, getting deep, getting real. Yeah, deep we we got on, we got super, on RSS. Super so deep, deep that I that I want to take this moment to remind you, Interdimensional Direct TV has the deepest list of channels <laughs> possible, and there's only one place that you can find them. That's Interdimensional Direct TV. <laughs> dot com slash Rick and Morty pod. Sign up today for your free trial. Uh, that that was a that was a smooth ass transition, my friend. That that's that's a transition I wasn't I I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even see it coming. 
and I tell you what, Unity, you won't see the you won't see the the deals coming. You won't see <laughs> just how much you save. Uh, it's going to surprise you. You're going to be able to go to uh, the version of Disney World where Walt Disney actually took over the world and became yeah. the Führer. Uh, you, you you're will, you're gonna you be able to most likely it. never leave your house again. Uh, there's just so much stuff to watch. So much stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, one of those things that you can watch is the latest episode of the Blood Dome Battle League. Oh, oh yeah. You you were you were lucky that I had my finger on the I wasn't ready for that transition. Finger on the pulse. That's right. I'm I'm always <laughs> testing you, Brandon. I'm always I'm always seeing exactly what level of podcast producer you're at at any given time. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's the Blood Dome Battle League. And this week we have Ants in My Eyes Johnson versus Top Hat Jones. That's right, we have an interdimensional cable matchup. You're not gonna wanna miss because it's right here in front of your fucking feet, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right, brother. And 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 I watched that uh, Andre the Giant documentary uh, this week, and it's amazing. I cried. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I I fucking <laughs> cried. WrestleMania three. Come on, like I, I don't even wrestling's not real, but that was shit was emotional. <laughs> okay, what? Don't happened? say that. Don't say those words. Don't say those words. What's that? Um, what happened? What, hap- what happened in this fight? Uh, Unity, you definitely chimed in. Uh, with with your thoughts on, on this battle, uh, first up, Janie Turpin, Turpy, Janine, Janie Turpy, Turpy, Janine. I can't read. I'm sorry. These are from I, Facebook, I Travis. Uh, from Facebook, uh, Top Hat Jones <laughs> was ceremoniously slaughtered by small children. Ants in My Eyes Johnson successfully lit himself on fire and didn't feel a thing. Ants in My Eyes Johnson is an unstoppable force of accidental badassery. I wouldn't want to fight him. Agree, agree with that unstoppable force of accidental badassery. That's that's how I feel about Jerry Smith. That's how I just, feel. Just in general. That's how I feel. Yeah. Addison says, "Top hat all the way." He lived through two people cutting him open and eating out his intestines. Ants in my eyes only lived through the fire because he didn't have any working nerves. Plus, he's blind. He would die in a fight quickly. Although Top Hat did get his ass beat by a couple of little kids, still I say Top Hat. Hey, we got we got a, got a split split group here. That's right. Craig Beam with the write-in vote. Can I write in Garmanarnar? <laughs> uh, I feel like he'd win in any battle. Uh, surprisingly, Moynihan and Piece of Toast have had their own fair share of battles. Yes, Craig. Um, good. Th- thank you, Craig. By the way, my 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 Twilight Zone podcast brother in arms. Right, right, that in, and and no, you can't write Garmin Arminar. He's he's fighting yeah. piece of toast someday. This this isn't a democracy where you get to vote <laughs> on who wins. Oh wait, that's that's exactly what this is. Yeah. Uh, this is also a creative writing experiment that uh, originally was was Brandon and mine alone. Uh, but thank you to those of you who are, are writing in suggestions yeah. and even writing in full descriptions of how the battle goes down. It is so good. Uh, specifically this week, uh, Joshua Sloan uh, sending us an email at Rick and Morty pod, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> and with the extensive description that uh, Brandon, would you like, would you like to present for our listeners this week? I, I will. I, I'm going to ask you to do the voice of 
Top Hat Jones. So you have to read along, Travis. I have to read along. Okay. You have to read along. I you just, do. You do. I the just locked my iPad. Okay. Okay. We're ready. We're ready. I'll, I'll do narrator. You do Top Hat Jones. I'll I'll do other voices. Okay. <clears throat> As the sun rose on a new day over the quiet, magical forests of Smiggleland, a small green-clad figure lay crumpled in the grass atop a dark red stain. Warm fingers of light filtered in through the canopy of leaves, tracing their way across Mr. Top Hat Jones's face, rousing him awake. His head aching, his stomach sore and empty, he rubbed his eyes, gasping for breath. What? Ha! What? Where am I? Carefully, he pushed himself to his feet, trying to remember how he'd gotten here. Yet all that came to him was a distant sense of primal fear, the flashing, scattered memories of demonic faces, and a deep, insatiable hunger. Ooh, I'm bleeding. Starving I am. (laughs) I've got to fill me poor aching belly. Frantically, he scanned the woods around him for something, anything to eat. That's when he saw them. Ah, by divine the heavens, can it be? There, atop a moldy tree stump, sat a gleaming light blue bowl, filled to the brim with colorful marshmallow baubles, glistening in a pool of cold white milk. Oh, me precious strawberry smiggles, by all the saints that ever were. Suddenly, though... His rabbit ears perked up, catching the sounds of snapping twigs and branches as something approached him from deep within the bowels of the forest. And Tamias Johnson here, just uh, t- you know, just looking for a way to uh, find my home. My find my way home. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not really looking because I can't see, you know, because all the ants in my eyes. You know, they make they make it very hard to just you know, you know, they're they're crawling around with all their 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 six legs, their their arthrop- arthropods, you know, but they're not they're not arachnids because those those arachnids they have eight legs. That's the distinguishing feature between the, the two of them. I just read this. Uh, arachnids have uh, palipids. They're the, you know they have four. They have whatever. That's twenty ants, fourteen and all. You know, ever since I was a little kid, just. Uh, uh, I can't feel anything. <laughs> Where the hell am I? Okay. Ansomize. Ansomize Johnson tripped and muttered his way closer to Mr. Top Hat Jones, who sat huddled near the tree stump, still clinging to his bowl. Hey, uh, hey, is that, do I, do I smell strawberry smiggles? Hey, those smell great now. You know, that's another thing. I can't see or feel, but, you know, because I don't have those things... I'm all of a sudden an X-Man with my other senses. And because ants, they help me. They help me with all my other senses. So I can smell them. And they probably taste really great. Oh my God. Feeling threatened, Mr. Top Hat Jones began wolfing down his cereal, shouting, You'll never get me strawberry smiggles, you you anti-monstrosity. A minute later, the bowl was empty. Ooh, ah, I I feel just fine now. Yes, I do. Oh, me lovely strawberry smiggles, just resting peacefully within me confines of the <laughs> poor old stomach. Oh, tis such a relief to have them just digesting inside me now. Then, as if summoned forth by his satisfaction, a group of children brandishing weaponry and determined glares stormed into the clearing from the forest. They bypassed Antimize Johnson entirely, setting upon Mr. Top Hat Jones in full force. Oh, Oh, sweet Jesus, no, not again, me Lord and me Savior. Oh, no, oh, dear Lord, I remember it all. I remember everything. Why do, why do you eat them like this, children? Why is my suffering so delicious to you? But the children did not answer Mr. Top Hat Jones. Instead, they only silently eviscerated him, digging out the sweet, succulent stomach berries. <laughs> <laughs> stomach fairies <laughs> popping them from his intestines one by one like some macabre Pez dispenser. Oh, why? 
their meal right. finished. And as Mr. Top Hat Jones lay dying on the grass once again, the children placed the cereal bowl back upon the tree stump and vanished into the forest as silently as, as they had come. Still stumbling, stumbling around in search of an exit, Ants in My Eyes called after them. Hey, hey, can, can any of you, you know, point me in the direction of my house? I'm not really sure which direction it's in, you know, because I've never seen it. But, you know, all the ants in my eyes, they, they say there's there's scents and there's a trail that I should follow. But I can't even see where the sense is. But it might smell, I guess. Is whatever, whatever. Hey, hey. Ah. Using his superior sense of sound, he followed the children's footsteps out of the forest as his muttering voice faded into the shadows of the trees of Smiggleland. That's it. <laughs> there we go. Hey, that's you know that's the first time we've tag teamed uh, one of these things, man. Well, well done, Joshua Sloan. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you, thank you for your your riveting uh, <laughs> explanation of this week's Blood Dome Battle League, and and giving us the opportunity to both play a part. And that's and that's as close as either of us will ever get to a fiction based <laughs> narrative podcast. That's right. Uh, check out next week. Uh, our our new podcast where we do uh, teleplays uh, of stuff written by other people exclusively on interdimensional direct tv now with podcast edition <laughs> the podcast edition uh, you can find that on your interdimensional alexa app okay the results right. were don't say that too loud or my echo will actually activate <laughs> the results Let's, okay it... the results really pretty one-sided here yeah absolutely 83% for Ants My Eyes on Twitter, 71% for Ants My Eyes Johnson on Facebook, which was close, closer, but... Now, I, I want to I talk about this real quick. Travis, one of the things, one of the main things was, well, Ants My Eyes Johnson can't feel anything, so of course he'd win. What, what, do, you, what do you think? What, what is your personal opinion on who would win? I don't... I, realistically, I feel like Top Hat Jones has the advantage in this situation. Um by having all five senses. Uh, and, and realistically, if there was an actual like battle and I, I find, I find the story really funny in that, uh, Anson Ives Johnson is just sort of like a blind, like pre <laughs> he's just present in, in, in the destruction of top hat Jones. Uh, but if there was an actual clash between them and they actually fought, I, I do think top hat Jones has the advantage. Uh, but, I, I feel like he'd have his work cut out for him because Ansem Ice Johnson would last a really long time <laughs> not feeling anything or, or, or really, you know, succumbing to pain in any, yeah. In any way. Yeah, because when it really comes down to it, Ansem Ice Johnson can't see anything. The, the, the can't, uh, it can't see anything. I can't feel anything. You know, there's, there's that whole... It's very rare being, condition. <laughs> there's not that there's a whole being blind thing that really sets him at a disadvantage. Uh, unless you watch movies like, you know, Book of Eli, where like, oh, he's blind, but and, you know, he's a badass, whatever, whatever. I don't like that movie. I don't like that movie. It's it's too far fetched <laughs> right. for me. We'll talk about our apathetic enthusiasm, <laughs> where as of this week, you can catch even more terrible improvisational <laughs> acting. Uh, uh, okay, so the official results: eighty three percent for Ansemias Johnson on Twitter, seventy one percent for. Uh, Mr. Johnson. I said those things yeah. on Facebook. I said, oh, did you say that? I said those already, but I All mean, right, you can I say them again. I blocked them out. <laughs> I was, I was still thinking about her acting. Uh, but, but who do we have in next week's bout, Brandon? Okay. So I, I, I pulled two. Here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking. 
here's what I'm thinking. Next time, we're going to go with the love lives of one Morty Smith. And that's Annie versus Arthuricia. Ooh. Annie from Anatomy Park versus Arthuricia from Who's Purging Now? Who is it? Who is purging now? Go out there. Who's doing? Check it out. All right. Vote. Uh, the, the battle for the heart of one Morty Smith. I, <laughs> I wanted to say Morty J. Smith just because <laughs> The Simpsons, which, by the way, this weekend, they're surpassing Gunsmoke for longest uh, primetime series. Yeah, big ups. Big ups to animation and, and Matt Groening and... And racial stereotypes. Let's let's go. Get, let's go take care of it. Too. Come on, a poo. Let's, let's get that record. Get out of here. All right. All right. Uh, that, that's it for Blood Dome Battle League. Uh, next up is everyone's favorite segment. Unless you don't listen to this much of the podcast and you and you stop listening, that's listener suggestions and short outs. Yeah, I, I feel like we got some great ones this week. Oh yeah. Uh, first up over on Patreon, brand new patron Chicken McFrodo, who is joining us live in the live stream, was here for the hangout. Thank you so much for for joining us from way across whatever pond you may be on the other side of. Uh, and, and, and yeah, check, checking out, checking out the live stream and, and actually giving us comments. Uh, you're awesome. Did thank, you, th- thanks for the support. Did you respond to any uh, of his comments? Hmm? Did you, no, did, I've, you I've, did you bring up any of his comments? I mean, he said we were truly amazing <laughs> in, in our teleplay. Why didn't you, why didn't uh, you say he, that? Why didn't you say that? He, Travis, I'm, like, I'm sorry. You should have you should I, have it up, Brandon. I need I need this <laughs> I need this positive you, you feedback. You need that support. You need that moral support. Uh, he he also mentioned that uh, the original dead cat lady uh, was probably her origin story. Oh, which you know these days with you know superhero movies, it's all origin stories. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> is, is she is she at the the woman from the Notebook? Like right before she dies from Alzheimer's. Oh, spoilers, man! Come on. Oh, can't be dropping them notebook spoilers. It's 2018. Go. Yeah. I'm anyway, gonna, I'm gonna go to anyway. the theater and just say, "Hey, she has Alzheimer's, everybody. She dies." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, a a particular tweet of note. Uh, a question that uh, from might our, might be worthy of, of a short discussion from our uh, again author. from Joshua Sloan. Yeah. Yes. The 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 wordsmith that is Joshua Sloan. Uh, why is Rick's pet project in Anatomy Park Pirates of the Pancreas if he's so afraid of pirates as seen in the season three finale? Is that his way or is that why he's so convinced that it's a good theme? Hashtag, Hashtag reading too much into this. Uh, okay, so on, on Twitter, here, what I responded was, I'm afraid of cockroaches, but I love Joe's apartment the movie <laughs> with uh, Jerry O'Connell, uh, the fat kid from Stand By Me. He's not fat anymore. He's, he's yeah, actually quite I, handsome. I, I think a legitimate fear of something uh, could elevate its importance in your mind. Yeah. And so if, if you are legitimately terrified of pirates, maybe that's why you go to bat for Pirates of the Pancreas and really, you know, we. You really fight for it, Morty. You really, you really, you really gotta, you really gotta convince some folks. But you know, you if you got the time, it's it's worth checking out. That's that's all I'm saying. And and, and alternately, I I am a firm non-believer non-believer of of anything religious. Uh, but yet, 
I love The Exorcist, and the the idea of angels and demons is fascinating to me. So maybe, maybe, maybe you know he's he's he doesn't believe in pirates. He's he's scared. He's scared of the idea of pirates, and that just fascinates pirates, him so much. Pirates are very real, Brandon. Like I, there are still pirates today. Did you did you see them? Have you seen them? I am person? the captain now. I am the captain now. <laughs> that was a movie, Travis. There's <laughs> no basis in reality. All right, all right. Uh, moving on, we got we got an outstanding review uh, over over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Travis and Brandon, these are names of the penis. <laughs> I would never uh, call my from... I would never call my penis Brandon. It's <laughs> it's not. Uh, this is from. I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation pronunciation of the word pronunciation. Egan Eganism Eganism. That works. That's who fine. says? Who says? On Earth, a certain percentage of the population is born to host podcasts and entertain. That is why this podcast is so much better than all of yours. <laughs> that is the truth, and the truth hurts, but it must be accepted. This show has great subject matter in Rick and Morty, two fantastic hosts, and is truly one of my favorite podcasts. Give it a listen if you haven't. I would highly recommend the episode with Ryan Ridley. It's an instant classic that should not be taken for granted. I still wonder <laughs> if he was dropping a nod to then unaired Morty's Mind Blowers or if this was simply the other writers poking fun at riddles. Simply put, if you are a Rick and Morty fan, welcome to your unofficial home. And remember, you can run from the devil. <laughs> But you can't run from your youth. Eganism. Uh, Eganism. The, 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 the part with Ryan Ridley and not taking things for granted. Travis, did you, did you, are you, are you pretending that you don't know how to pronounce Eganism because you wrote this and, and you just, oh no, no, you just want to, no, this, I'm, I'm not dropping fake <laughs> reviews on our podcast anymore you're creating you're I'm creating fake emails where you're like no i'm gonna i'm gonna write reviews until brandon is I'm running this home that I'm, I'm, I'm not home. letting this die <laughs> oh. yeah no i mean obviously written i mean maybe this is your given name uh but if this is some sort of screen name uh I, i'd be very interested in hearing more of your thoughts about the ridley interview and and uh whether or not I'm right, because uh, because I always love to hear that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah. uh, realistically, thank you, thank you for your reviews, thank you for your tweets, uh, Facebook, uh, all, of course, all the patrons who uh, help to support the show uh, and keep the lights on so that uh, you know our, our our significant others don't get mad at us for our yeah. zany hobby that we pour so much time into. She's over there, uh, but asleep. Yeah, yeah. All, all all of all of you uh, in this live stream in the hangouts that that got your your custom songs or uh getting getting some some free free merch perhaps uh if if you are a patron uh please please send that info that that brandon's asking for over on patreon your patreon your your address and stuff because we got some, <laughs> some giveaways that we that we want to we want to throw your way and uh we just we just appreciate everybody that that's uh supporting the show and writing reviews and if you haven't done it what what are you doing with your time <laughs> But you think you think it better than me? Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, we 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 top the show off with this every time, but we appreciate every single one of you. And 
And one of the main things that we want to do to show our appreciation. We already did the main thing, Brandon. We did the main thing. No, no, no I, the, the, the last thing that we wanted to do for you to show our appreciation is to push you over to www.interdimensionaldirecttv.com slash RSS. Look, it's 12 months, okay? Like, we, we don't get anything out of this except the satisfaction of knowing that you are enjoying millions upon billions of infinite types of television and our podcast look thank you so much head out to www.whateveriijustsaid.com slash international rss international direct tv uh very very last thing and uh most most of you will have missed this opportunity because you're hearing this later on a polished and released version of the podcast <laughs> uh but uh later this evening we are we are spending some time uh with stacy from stacy's parlor doing doing a live stream it, round, rounding out her 24 hours of, of podcasting uh in support of the british heart foundation she's she's raising money i, I believe she's already exceeded her goal <gasps> But uh, so congratulations, Stacey's. And but we're we're very happy that that you're having us on the show to talk about Rick and Morty. Uh, I, my hope is that you could still go back and and hear uh, that conversation. Maybe maybe you can dig into an archive or something like that. But it, even if you don't hear it, it's still a great cause, and you can go support uh, the charity. So yes. so head head over to our Twitter. We're we're retweeting a bunch of her stuff, and we'll have tweets uh, from our actual guest spot on the podcast but we want to thank her for having us and, and thinking about us for for her live stream and you know go check it out if you want to you know, go support some british hearts <laughs> yeah yeah ending it with supporting if you want to support <laughs> british hearts <laughs> that is the perfect way to end this episode of interdimensional rss <laughs> thank you again unity for listening uh until until next in two weeks when we when we talk again i am of course i'm brandon and I'm still Travis. And we will see you on the Flippy Dips. Flippy Dips. Flip. Brandon, there's only two more episodes this season. Flippy Dips. Two episodes. What are you going to do, man? Two episodes. Flippy Dips.